Welcome to the spirit room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Serank, also known as the Squamish Medium. We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious, the developing intuitive, and the soulful spirit. Welcome again to the spirit room. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the spirit room. I am Danielle Serank, also known as the uh, Squamish medium. I'm like, what is my name? And I am with my mediumship bestie, Melissa White. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, so we are going to be talking today about ghosts and paranormal stuff. And I feel like this is an episode I have wanted to do for a long time because I think my opinions can be somewhat controversial on this. I feel like this, I know, I feel like this topic is up there with like money and religion. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty intense. Like, get ready. I think there's going to be like uh, some emailing or some questions that are going to come up about this episode for sure. Absolutely. So disclaimer, these are our opinions based off of our experiences. And I will say that my experience in this realm goes decades. Okay. Not like I know about more than anyone else, but like I have legit been a ghost hunter. And so we definitely have some strong opinions about this, but in truth, I'm excited to have this conversation because I think it's going to end up leaving people more questions than answers. But let's, where do we start Mal? Um, I am not a ghost buster and I feel as though people assume because I'm a medium that I can come into their house and like rid them of all spirits of all kinds. And I just think like so many times I've, in the beginning, I don't know. I was like, Oh, people are asking me to do this. Like come check out their place. Like, I don't know. I guess this is part of my job. Like I didn't know. It was like, Okay. And I'd show up and I'm like, um, there's nothing wrong here. Like, this is your grandpa. He's like hanging out, wants to get your attention because he loves you. Like, I have these experiences where I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but there's not, you're not haunted. Like, and I don't believe, I do not believe in hauntings. I mean, either. And you know, what's interesting, Mel, I'm going to go back a little bit in my life here because I mean, I have been a medium my whole life as we know we are, but didn't wake up and to me until my 30s but I had experiences as a child like I could see my grandmother and I used to hide under the blankets and I used to say like I know you're here but I don't want to see you she's not a ghost like she's my loved one yeah right and so when I get called I get the same emails you do probably and I stopped going to them for the most part because I every time I would go into someone's house I was able to uncover a loved one and I found sometimes people didn't want it to be a loved one. Like people wanted it to be a haunting and they weren't open to a different idea or perception about it. It's like, I'm not going to validate what you feel it is just because you want to be validated, right? This is what I feel. I have to honor spirit. These are the gifts I have. This is a soul promise I made. This is your, your dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I think there's so much, stuff in movies and on TV and these like, I don't know, rescue mediums and ghost hunter this and all this stuff. And it's like, there is spirit everywhere. Like, of course, but it doesn't, I I don't believe in this haunting stuff or these spirits that are stuck and they can't 
find their way and there's all of this it's almost like folklore it's it's just like i think stories that have been passed down and this belief in in the in a philosophy that you know also fear people that are fearful and then they create more fear and then it becomes this weird like cycle of self-fulfilling prophecy where you know if that's what you're expecting it to be and that's what part of you almost likes the drama I think sometimes people they they do enjoy sort of the um in a weird way whether they realize it or not it's probably not even conscious you know of, you know it's not a conscious thought but there is something kind of like uh, exciting or oh this is like dramatic in my house oh my gosh like it's almost like people sometimes get into get involved in that and then they like you said they can't see what else it could possibly be exactly and you know I have because I know there's a lot of people who are listening no but I've had footsteps and I've had this and my bed shake hey I want to tell you I have all those too like I used to every house I ever lived in there would be pictures of me and there'd be like you know a cloud of smoke like covering my face or a light coming from my belly I've heard footsteps come from upstairs to downstairs and that was with my mom I've had a spoon go flying across the floor um, I yeah. couldn't hear it um, so I have had experiences that would be perceived and I'm putting in air quotes as paranormal. But as I became a working medium, um, I realized that a lot of the time our loved ones move things to get noticed. Our loved yeah. ones allow us to hear them so that they can make their presence known. And same with these TV shows, because I loved Most Haunted. And, yeah. um, you know, that's in even Sylvia Brown, and I know I'm probably going to mention her in all the episodes because she was my first exposure to mediums. But yeah. In her book, she always talked about the hauntings and the ghosts, like the Sarah Winchester house and the Sunnyville, California, Toys yeah. R Us. And then you watch all these paranormal shows. And what I try to tell people, I'm like, if you just change the narrative and the music and you see that streak of light go across the room, like I'm covered in shivers right now, like that could be a beautiful witness to a visitation from a loved one. Why does it have to be an earthbound spirit? Why does it have to be a ghost? Exactly. Well, also, I mean, my belief, and I don't know, like what, I think that we're probably on the same page um, on this, but my belief is that, yes, there's certain places in the world where there have been horrific things that have happened, you know, so a place where there's been um, violence, there's been a murder, there's been, you know, something horrible. Those places, yes, they can have an imprint an energetic imprint because of the the amount of energy and that negative kind of feeling but that doesn't mean that the spirit of that person say if they were murdered or they committed suicide or something like that or died by suicide the, it doesn't mean that that person is haunting that place because there's things happening it literally is a place where the energy has built up and built up and built up over time and if you're sort of like a average Joe and you go walking into that space what you're feeling is not the spirit of that person who's who's still there I mean why would they still be there you know they go to the light like they get reunited with their loved ones they're they have healing they're like living it up in the spirit world they're not stuck and hanging out in a place with that you know where they pass like it just doesn't make any to me it doesn't make any sense that that would happen but also it's like the energy of a place you know so I, I think that sometimes people mistake um that energetic imprint for um ghosts like ghost oh, activity 
Yeah, exactly. And our minds are very powerful tools in our lives as well. So I feel like, you know, even me, like I have seen spirit with my naked eye. That's very uncommon. I can only honestly recall three times in my entire life that I have seen spirit with my naked eye. And even though one of the times I knew I was a medium, it was still unnerving. It was still scary. But to be honest with you, it was my guide that came through. So there's nothing to fear. There's nothing scary. But my mind, like I broke into highs, my nervous system kind of like kicked up and I put my intention out to spirit. Like, I don't want to see you like that. (laughs) I don't want to feeling you and hearing you, but I don't want to see you with my naked eye because it's unnerving. And so I actually work with a lot of teens um, whose parents call me saying my kid's haunted and they see ghosts. And I'm like, hey, well, to work with me, you have to be open that they could just be open to the world of spirit. And spirit means loved ones. Spirit means guides. Spirit means angels. So if you are open to um, that being a possibility, I will be more than happy to come into your home and talk to your teenager. And I teach teens how to kind of like manage their energy and how to work with the world of spirit on how to perceive the world of spirit because we're going to do an episode on psychic kids but kids are coming in way more open than they were even when we were born yeah yeah seeing a lot more and experiencing a lot more but um yeah you know i'll be i did believe in ghosts almost my whole life like i thought every experience i had was a paranormal experience and i even joined a paranormal investigation group when i was 19 and i was in that group for three years and every saturday sunday or every friday saturday i would go to a haunted location with a handful of people we would have cameras set up and my job was to follow the medium and take notes of what they were picking up and try to validate it after and i tell you in three years we didn't have any experiences like there was no validation of hauntings yeah at all and so I started to have questions but it wasn't until 2016 when I attended Mavis Patilla's workshop where she said to me or she said to the whole group you were there but she said look there are no such thing as earthbound spirits you do not need to go around rescuing souls yeah I agree was blown I was like what do you mean like my whole foundation of my belief growing up was around ghosts and paranormal and so I actually had to do a lot of soul seeking around that philosophy because it completely tripped me up I wrote my mentor saying what did she mean like of course there's ghosts of course there's hauntings and then when I started to do some meditation and some soul searching around this and recalling my lived experiences I came to the realization like no like those were experiences with loved ones and the more that I got into that and the more I answered these calls from people to like go to their homes and I was able to actually bring up the loved ones. I was like, wow, yeah, this is a very, um, you know, mis misperceived, um, notion around ghosts and hauntings. Anyways, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but no, it does. I mean, I think it's, it's really cool that you were able to hear that and not just dismiss it and be like, Oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about, but actually like you dove into it and figured out your own truth around it, you know, and that you came to that realization. Um, Yeah. To me, it's just like, I think so much of it is, is just so dramatic. And I think that we, but it, but it's also, it's dramatic, but it's a lack of lack of knowledge and understanding of around that area. And it's because of what we're taught, you know, most of us are taught that that is like, that is a haunting and that there are ghosts, you know? Um, but I, I just find, you know, I've had, um, I had, a, I think it was a student who was like, she kept having these experiences with uh, spirit. And she was like, Oh, I just am trying to like, I'm smudging. I'm trying to, you know, rid myself like, Oh, I just can't, the spirit will not leave me alone. 
and I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I'm like, that's your spirit guide. Like mm-hmm. you've, asked, you've asked to have this connection and you've asked to, you know, you want to further your abilities and then you're trying to smudge away your spirit guide. Like just open your mind a little bit, allow that guide to connect with you. They, they're there because you've asked to, you've asked to develop and you've asked to, to go further. So it was kind of hilarious. Like she found it really funny. She was laughing. She's like, Oh, okay. Like she realized that she kind of had that notion that this was like a persistent spirit that was like attached to her. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not, this is like your guide trying to help you, you know, so you don't need to, you don't need to cleanse yourself from that stuff. This is like, this is, this is your guide. Um, I always say I, I, I will cleanse my energy, but it's not from spirit. It's from human beings. <laughs> I am more afraid of humans and what humans do to each other than I would ever, ever be of any spirit. Spirit to me is like, those are my people. Those are my best friends. Those are like, that's love. That's light. That's, that's, that's sort of like, this amazing, amazing uh, connection that we have. Um, I'm fearful of what people do to each other. Absolutely. And I completely agree. Like when I smudge, because I love um, anything sacred, anything that makes yeah. me feel like a witch, I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely do my fair share of smudging and stuff. But, you know, as mediums, we carry a lot of other people's energies. And that doesn't mean that we're attached. It doesn't mean things like clinging to us. It's just like, okay, I just worked with somebody who had a very tragic loss and is grieving a lot. So as an open soul, I'm going to pick up a little bit of that. Yeah. There's another perception that people have like, oh, they're like evil or they're bad energy. I hear that all the time. And it's just like, it makes me so sad that somebody would walk around saying, oh, they have bad energy. And I'm just like, no, like, (laughs) that's just insane. Like you might just be picking up some sadness because we're all opening up spiritually. We're all opening up our abilities, definitely this generation. And so you need to be kind of like open to not believing and seeing what you hear in books and what you see on TV going inwards to kind of like do a self check. Like, is this a truth to me? Right. Because yeah. I know where people are coming from. I used to believe yeah. everything I read. Of um, course. Yeah. And it was a mentor who would never give me any answers and they're like, meditate on it. And I'm like, damn it. Like, can't you just tell me? <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to yeah. get used to actually asking myself, is this a truth that sits with my soul? Right. And so, yeah, I find that to be kind of fascinating, but again, people are going to be really upset by this episode because they have their experiences and I'm like, I'm never going to walk around and saying you did not experience that. What I'm asking you is with what you know now, do, does the reality and the story you're telling yourself about that experience still hold or could it expand as you're expanding as well? Yeah, and it's certainly, you're right, it's not to discount, you know, or diminish somebody's experience that they've had, right? But it's true what you're saying, and I I totally agree, like, look at it from a different perspective. Try looking at it from a perspective of love, you know, like, really, like, what, what else is possible? What else could this be? Um, And I think that there's a lot of empowerment that comes with that, you know? I don't believe in protecting my energy before I do a reading. I might 
I, I, I build up my energy and I step into my power and I'm certainly protective of my energy. Like, um, as far as, like I said, the empathic connection, like, um, you know, you want to be mindful of, of that when you're reading for somebody, but it's not a protection from spirit or negative energies and spirit or entities or anything like that. And I find that a lot of the time students are shocked when I don't introduce that to them when I'm teaching them about mediumship and they're like well I read this and I follow this and I follow this person and you're not protecting you're not going into the white light you're not like and I'm like yeah because it's a fear-based mentality I'm yeah. not afraid of anything to do with spirit in any way and like I said that's been my experience I certainly pray and I prepare myself but I'm not I'm not doing it from a place of oh this is freaky. I gotta, I gotta make sure I don't open the door to something like negative. I don't believe in it. You know, it doesn't, to me, that's, that's not, um, that's not even part of my reality. Yeah. Um, I also don't believe in curses. I think that, um, I think nobody can curse you unless you allow it, unless you believe it, unless you allow it to be. What about you? Yeah. I think that you can manifest stuff. Like I know for myself, I can manifest a headache. I can yeah. manifest an illness. I can manifest, I mean, I'm a master manifester. So mm -hmm. something telling you, you have a curse on you. Yeah. What is your mind going to do? Again, the mind is one of the most powerful things in this human experience. It creates our reality in so many ways. So if you're walking around feeling like you're cursed, you're just going to be super hyper aware of all the bad shit happening around you. Yeah. And, and then you're, and then you're creating more, you know, because you're already in that mentality. And so I do think that we talk ourselves in and out of things all the time. Um, but yeah, I have clients that ask me like, okay, can you break this curse? And I'm like, oh dear, like we can chat about this. We can talk about this. I want to empower you, but you can't be cursed unless there's some part of you that's allowing that to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I also get, um, so when I do do this for people, it brings comfort. Yeah. I get some calls sometimes for people who want house clearings of energy. Yeah. So I will definitely come over and, you know, do this for them, but I show them how to do it themselves so that they know you don't need to call anyone outside of your own spirit to, you know, negate, um, whatever happened. Like say you just went through a really nasty divorce and yeah, your partner leaves, much like you were talking about like the imprint of energy earlier, you might want to kind of like just give your space a little bit of a refresh. So what yeah. I do, I go in and I show them exactly what I do. And I just let them know I am bringing in this eagle feather. I am bringing in this sweet grass, but make no mistake. You are your intention and you are the magic behind this tool. So you just walking around, just expanding your love into the space is cleansing it. I'm a bit witchy, so I'm always going to bring my feather and my sage, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, really, I, it's my intention, it's my prayer in that space, um, you know, and I love that saying, of Course in Miracles, where it says, and so it is. And so it is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's intention, intention, intention. That is the key to all of it, you know? And I, I think that that's wonderful that you um, share that with people and that you explain that to people. And it's true. I mean, I do the same thing. I use sage. I use Himalayan sea salt. I do all the cleansing um, stuff. And it's, it's with the intention of, you know, uh, allowing there to be renewed energy in a space, in myself, you know. And I think that it's, it all comes down to that. Like, we have to empower ourselves to know that we have control over our energy. 
we have discipline over our thoughts. You know, we're not just like at some kind of beck and call of some crazy energy that we have to sort of be on a wild ride with, you know, we can take our power back. Um, And I think, you know, just, you know, sharing that with people and demystifying it, you know, and I would say this too, you know, I used to be terrified. I still am. I can't watch uh, the exorcist or any of those kinds of shows because it scares me. And there's, there's fear that when you have that fear mentality, it just builds up and builds up and builds up. And so I would say like, if you, if you're wanting to kind of not be involved in that stuff, I mean, I have people that (laughs) they're afraid and they think they're being haunted, but then they watch like really paranormal, freaky kind of like sometimes grotesque stuff. Yeah. Like, don't bring that into your reality. Don't bring that into your energy. You know, you, you kind of have to take control of that, you know, and sort of be, be disciplined in what energy and what, um, what you see as entertainment. Yeah, no, I love that. And I loved meeting another medium who shared the same kind of belief as me. Yeah. <laughs> because again, when I talked about this in a class one time, there were people that were pissed off. You know, and like really pissed off. Like I say, this is kind of like the religion money topic. It's like, again, because they feel like I'm trying to discredit their experiences. And all I'm trying to do is invite you to see it from a higher perspective. Now you're actually connecting with the higher vibrations of the world of spirit. Do you actually think it makes sense that God would leave someone behind? Right. And this is what started my mediumship journey is because, you know, I was abused um, by a relative. And when that relative died, I started seeing mediums because all I'd seen are these ghost shows or, you know, Sylvia Brown who talks about like, you know, the instant karma when you go home and, you know, horrible things that just don't make sense. And I realized through, you know, my healing journey over 20 years over that experience that they're going, they made it to the same place I'm going, right? Like, even though they did horrific things, unspeakable things in this life, it doesn't mean like God turns them away. It doesn't mean that they're in purgatory or they're earthbound. Um, They go to the same place. They might have a different journey um, to, you know, that integration back home, whether that requires like deep healing for them. Because one thing I have seen is, you know, people who experience a lot of trauma here, and I'm talking about people who have lifelong addictions, I'm kind of like checked out of the human experience. When I see them transition in their journey home, they're cocooned by spirit. Yeah. And so they're like, they might, people might be like, oh, they haven't made it to the other side. They haven't come through yet. Like no spirit is making sure that their integration back home is a sacred one and a safe. So they're being cocooned and nurtured so that they, um, you know, come from this hard experience back to, you know, bliss and love in um, a good way. Yeah, they're protected and they're, they're being healed, you know, and I, I totally agree. And it's so many times people, they come with fear, they don't want to maybe hear from their family member who, you know, was abusive to them or whatever. And I'm like, those are the most amazing readings to me. Mm-hmm. When somebody who's caused you harm in life, when they get to the spirit world and they get it, they take responsibility. They see that like, oh, okay, this is the effect that my actions had on you. And every single time they say, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I've never had a spirit that's like, no, like doesn't, you know, doesn't get it. You know, they, they have that healing. And I think that's the real that's the real sort of healing that can occur in a reading is that when you realize that just because someone in life, 
you know, had all of these, um, you know, these actions and, and uh, these, um, you know, cause so much pain. It doesn't mean that they, they stay that way in the spirit world. Like the, the resurrection of the soul, the sort of redemption, the feeling of actually learning and kind of coming to terms. Now it may, it may not be instant, you know, like you're saying it, this could be something that they have to come to, you know, and that they, it takes, it takes, um, healing and it takes intention. But, um, I, I believe that they all do, like they all do come to that point where they're very aware and they do acknowledge their actions. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, especially if you believe that we get the life review after and we see how our actions, um, you know, our actions affect other people. Um, I think that we kind of get that lens. Like, did we accomplish everything we came to accomplish? I truly believe after all the healing work that I did with my abuser, is that we did actually have a bit of a karmic role to play with one another um, through that healing journey. Again, it was a 20 year healing journey. It was not yeah. linear. It was not straight. It was up yeah. and down. Um, but that's kind of the understanding that I came to. So I don't see them as being evil or yeah. you know somebody unworthy of going to the same place. I know I'm going back to. Um, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So I think sometimes our life experiences can kind of shape our beliefs in this as well. Um, But all we're inviting you today on this topic is not just to be, you know, (laughs) crazy, like trying to shake up everybody's life. (laughs) But we really want you to invite you to try to see it from a multitude of perspectives and feel again, I'm very clear sentient. So I'm always going to get you to check into how your body feels, how your heart feels, how your soul feels when you go through the different philosophies that are coming to you and see what one sits right. Because I will tell you truths that served me 10 years ago, no longer serve me today. So you have well, to be flexible yeah. in your beliefs. Yeah. I mean, you have to have the courage to be able to say like, Oh yeah, I did believe that. But now I've learned and I've seen and I've experienced and I know this to be true. And I think that's kind of the, the marker of like a, a good teacher, actually, you know, is if you're willing to constantly be reevaluating and reassessing what you believe. Absolutely. And we have, we have to, because there's things probably 10, 20 years from now, after doing this work, you know, for that long, we'll look back and go, Oh my God, I can't believe that we actually thought that, Absolutely. you know, but look what we've, look what we've learned, you know? So in by no means are we trying to say like, Oh yeah, we have all the answers. Like literally, uh, we totally don't. Um, but we're, we're seeking, you know, and we're always going to be constantly looking for, for, uh, truth. Yeah. And as teachers, we're both teachers by nature. And I think by divine plan, we need to challenge you a little bit um, for your own spiritual growth. So just hear us out. Would love to hear your comments on this one. (laughs) I have a feeling that, yeah, there's, there's going to be some reaction, but I think it's good. I think it's good to have a conversation about it. So I totally appreciate being able to share that with you and with you, everyone who's listening. Perfect. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the spirit room today. Please like and review this podcast wherever you're listening. So new soul seekers can find us with ease um, and have a good one. Awesome. Thank you guys.